the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. And if you have a car question, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I wanted to talk to Chris again that had the motorhome. So if you're around still, then just hang around, and, and we'll talk about that. But I'm going to talk to Eddie first. Eddie, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. Hey, I got a, a 2010 Toyota Avalon, and I wanted to ask you about the uh, Marvel Mystery Oil. I, I've been using it for a long time, and I've, I've had good results with it in the gasoline, not in the oil. And I have you got any experience with that? Well, I don't like the idea of us use, using a petroleum product in the fuel tank of a car because the catalytic converter is supposed to ignite any leftover fuel and send out good, clean air. It's not ah. designed to handle an, an engine oil or a, an uh-huh. oil-type consistency. So I got you. I get a little nervous, but I want to tell you, are you putting it in every fuel tank? Uh, no. I Sometimes I forget. <laughs> okay. No, no. It's okay. Now, how often are, are you uh, are you putting like a pint in every time you get fuel? No, no. It's like four ounces every, you know, 10 gallons. Okay. All right. You know, if you wanted to keep it, I don't think four ounces is going to cause the catalytic converter to have a conniption fit and die on you. Um, I've I, I noticed I get better gas mileage. I mean, like two or three miles going better, even maybe more. Well, the oil wouldn't have anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the engine oil is the engine oil. Now, let me, let's take it to an extreme. I put peanut butter in your crankcase. Well, now the engine's going to have to really work hard to pump that peanut butter around, so we're going to lose some power. We're going to lose some fuel economy. Then all of a sudden, we change the oil, and we put a 0.20 in there, and all of a oh, sudden, yeah, no, boom, I... your, your, your fuel economy dub- doubles. I think the risk is not worth the reward. But you certainly, four ounces at 10 gallons isn't going to bother me at all. And, and yeah. frankly, how many miles are on your car? Uh, you know, it's got about 60,000. Okay. It was a real low mileage. Okay. I wish it had 100,000. Um, and yeah. I would say to you, just go ahead and use it. 60,000, I'm a little bit scared because that oil. Now, I keep going back to four ounces, Mark, in 10, 12 gallons. I keep going back to that. But we have cars that take the catalytic converter completely out and they use oil. And so, you uh-huh. know, they're the cars that drive around with blue smoke coming out of their tailpipes. You're not yeah. talking about that. You don't have any smoke out of your tailpipe. But no. as far as additives and the engine's concerned, I believe this. 
I think they're a really great marketing strategy, but I, I also know from Chevron and Valvoline, where I've been trained as an oil expert, it throws the oil you got out of specification. So yeah. the detergent isn't as good. The viscosity improver isn't as good. The, the What we call the pour point is the low side, this low temperature that it will still flow. It affects that. And then on the high side, it, when it turns to a tar, it'll affect that. So like a synthetic turns to a tar at 500 degrees, your motor's cooked at 300 degrees, and that other mm-hmm. thing doesn't make any difference. On the low side, a, a 020 is going to flow out of the can at 50 below zero, and who needs that? So yeah. you've got these two parameters, high and low, but, you know, it's up to you. I, I, my dad used Marvel Mystery Oil, and he loved it. And, and, and I, I talked to him just like I did you, and he says, well, with all due respect, I know that you know a little bit about cars, but I'm going to continue using it. And he never had any problems. So Yeah, you know, I had an old uh, Mustang I bought in San Francisco, and it had never been out of town. And it was carboned up so bad that it had even pinged on premium. Yeah. And I, I poured some Marvel Mr. L in and drove it to Fresno and back, and it it was running on regular after that. And, you know, and so, I can explain that. It, it clearly was carboned up. The valves were yeah. carboned up. The pistons were carboned up. And so the Marvel Mr. L will soften some of that oil and carbon in there. And then when you get the car really hot like you did on the freeway, we start melting that crap. So, yes, under the circumstances, what you did is you decarbonized the engine, and we have a little bit more sophisticated way to do that today. I'm sure you do, yeah. <laughs> and, and, but, but you still accomplished your goal, and so I applaud yeah. you for that, okay? Okay, thank you, Mark. Uh, you're welcome, Bye. you're welcome. 602 508 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Gil, stop. I'm just teasing you. I'm just, who's next, Gil? <laughs> Say hello to Don. Don, good morning. Hey, brother. How you doing? Oh, Donnie. I get scared when I hear Donnie's on the line, but that's yeah. okay. Gil, no, put I your finger on that button. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That button I'm telling you about, Gil, just keep your finger on it. Do. Donnie, how can I, I help you? I have a very you? sophisticated question. Okay. <laughs> okay. On hybrid engines, when the engine goes to the hybrid system, does the engine idle? And what happens to that engine oil if you're going if you're doing some pure synthetic at 10,000 miles does it make a difference well i'm told that the synthetic oil is car wide truck wide and if they calls for a synthetic oil then the hardest part is picking your weight and i think on an electric car they're going to be out down in the 10 30 or 0 20 mm-hmm. level yeah well um, that's what i'm running in my pickup right now okay okay and and even though mine calls for that uh, I don't use that. I use a 1540, and it's a diesel, so I use a 1540. And, right. And I, that's, I, they're using a, a fixation of 1540 between the tow trucks and the cars, and I'm not sure not sure where they're getting it, but I'm doing 12,000 miles between oil changes, and at least that's what it was last time. Well, no, I don't find any You're using a synthetic oil, so if you're doing 12,000 yeah. between... And now, let me ask you this. How low is the oil at 12,000 miles on the dipstick? It ain't doing anything. It's not okay. moving at all. It's still We're on home. the pull, no. You're home free. You're home free. Yeah. So that that's it. Now, folks, Don and I go back um, to 1950s. Um, he was a tow truck driver, and I was a gas yeah. station operator. And um, he was the only guy in the world who could load uh, a 
a car with a drunk in it and, and take the car and the that. drunk home. <laughs> and, and he, You're bad. He, he could also fish your car out of a canal, and he could also um, repo your car off your driveway, even if it was the second car in and the, the police were there and stuff. So he, he's a pretty good guy. Anyway, Don, thank you very much for calling. All right, good buddy. luck take to care. you, buddy. All righty. And did he, hey, Gil, did he admit to having a, a hybrid? Uh, I don't think he, he just had the question about the hybrid. I don't think he has oh, one. I was going to say, I was going to tease him about having a hybrid. My goodness. You no, know, it but, was just a, he didn't own one. He just had the question about one. Okay, okay, because he's a hairy-chested guy, and, and you know what I'm saying? He's He's been around the block, and he's got a little grease under his fingernail, and I, I'm not quite sure that many of my cowboy buddies would want to be seen driving in a hybrid with their cowboy hat on. But then again, I've been wrong before. 602-508-0960. Oh, we got another one. Let's go. Say hello to Brian. Brian, good morning. Good morning. I've got... A 98 Toyota Tacoma coming up on 300,000 miles. It's got the 2.7 liter V4, a manual transmission. Uh, It's four-wheel drive, and it's an extended cab. When I'm driving down the freeway, it runs just fine as long as I am uh, applying uh, torque to to the drive wheels. Okay. But when when I when I let off on the gas to on the off ramp right around fifty miles an hour, it starts vibrating heavily. Uh, as I, hold if on, the, hold on, stop, if, stop, stop. It starts okay. to what? We missed that. Okay, it starts vibrating heavily as if the drive shaft were out of balance. Okay. Um, and as I'm decelerating, I mean, once if I apply throttle. The vibration will go away, but as soon as I release the throttle, it starts to vibrate, um, and it continues vibrating down to about 40 miles an hour, and then it smooths out again. Okay. Um, I've I've gotten underneath, and I've I've okay. We wiggled. don't need to we don't need to talk about that because underneath and wiggling doesn't mean anything. You either have a brake problem where the brakes are pulsating, or you've got some problem with the transmission. Any one of us old guys with gray hair could drive it and tell you what what the problem is. But we're not going to crawl underneath the car. I can tell you that much. The motor mounts have a completely different symptom that you're talking about. An axle has a completely different symptom that you're talking about. The front axles on a front-wheel drive have a completely different system. But your your car with 300,000 miles, it's, it's, we've got to feel the vibration. We got to drive the vibration. We're going to try it in a different gear. We're going to throttle up hard and back off easy, and then we're going to try to feather the throttle. We may set the cruise control. The process is a very sophisticated one, but you have to. You got stuff going in one ear and coming out the other. You have to know what you're doing. What part of town do you live in? I'm in Surprise. Okay. Uh, Auto Dynamics would be a good place to go. Um, I know that they have good technicians. I know that they are, I mean, if you say to them, I'd like to take somebody for a ride, I want to demonstrate it, then I understand that they're going to probably want to ride themselves because most of us could diagnose that by driving it. Um, we would know a uh-huh. transmission, we would know, but it's not going to be an engine mount because you're not matching up with an engine mount. So it's okay. it's... You know, and and if you let go of the brake pedal and it starts vibrating, and you let go of the brake pedal, does that change anything? No, the brake pedal doesn't affect it. It's it's just when I remove the the power to the to the rear wheels. In other words, when I just when I get off of the gas, 
and just start decelerating, that's when I feel it. Okay, but, and it's only at, at about 45 miles an hour, right okay, in that well, area. Okay, l- well, let's talk about something. The drive shaft is connected to the differential in the back of the transmission. So the right. fact that you let go of the throttle and the vibration is there or doesn't there doesn't mean we don't have a problem there. That doesn't okay. mean that that's, that's not a good diagnostic brain function in the right direction. Again, somebody just needs to drive it, and most of us will drive it for free as long as you don't come in Monday mornings or Friday afternoons because we're up to our ears and alligators then. But I, right. you, know, you call Autodynamics and say, talk to Mark Salem on the radio, and he suggested that maybe you guys would have a small fee to just drive my car. I'd like to just take your technician, and I'll show him what I'm talking about. Then we can trade places, and I promise not to have him for longer than 15 minutes because they're going to ask you that. People come in, and I put a technician in the car, and then 24 hours later, he shows back up, and he's really mad at me. And, and and he says, I'm not going to tell you what's the matter with it because you just had let that customer kidnap my butt. <laughs> and I go, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So be respectful of their time. But anyway, got to run 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And we've got all five lines open, and you're welcome to grab one, and I'll be right back. Brandon Tatum explains the heart of the nation. The heart of America is in a small town. The heart of America is in the flower states. That's what America is all about. Men and women busting a tail to keep this country going. Who do you think is making your food? They're the ones that keep the country moving. They're the ones that, that, that make the world go around, in my opinion. The Officer Tatum Show, weeknights at 8, right before Mark Levin at 9, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Do you ever find yourself asking if you and your spouse have gone from soulmates to roommates? Especially if you're anything like we were. Boy, we sure had our fair share of ups and downs. But we understood that a marriage is a sacred promise, and every one of us needs all the help we can get to keep our bond strong. That's why we attended Salem Media's Resist the Drift, a two-day marriage conference featuring doctors Greg and Aaron Smalley from Focus on the Family. They brought their great experience and wonderful wisdom into our union, reigniting the spark of passion and love we used to share. Thanks to Resist the Drift, our marriage is stronger than ever, and we've rekindled the romantic fire of our youth. You too can resist the drift apart in your marriage by attending this unique conference August 25th and 26th at Central Christian Church in Gilbert. This weekend's conference will protect a strong and godly marriage in a fallen world where marriages are constantly under attack. Tickets for Resist the Drift are available right now at 960thepatriot.com. This August 25th and 26th at Central Christian Church in Gilbert. That's 960thepatriot.com. Don't miss it. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. 
I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local. I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Doesn't it feel like you're paying 50% more for everything these days? Groceries, fuel, but you're a Patriot Insider. How about 50% off of something that'll actually bring comfort to you and your home? 50% off of shutters for your whole home. Shutters that can keep out the heat, noise, bugs, and maybe even a nosy neighbor. And if you're not a Patriot Insider, you're missing out on perks like prize giveaways, exclusive content, and half-off deals and items you need like shutters for a whole house. For more info, go to 960thepatriot.com or give us a call here at 602-955-9600. Welcome back, everybody. 20 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. You're uh, more than welcome to uh, give us a call and let us know if you have a car problem. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. got to do a little business, and then I'm going to get Wayne. Um, when we talk about guys that really know their stuff, I talk about a lot of shops, but if you're anywhere near 38th Avenue and Indian School, Larry Harker's Automotive is a great shop. You're going to deal with Bob's wife at the front counter. You're going to deal with Bob and his nephew and uh, some other techs in the shop. And I want to tell you something. They are really good at diagnosing problems. Really good. Because you got the old buck that can handle vibrations. Then you got the new buck that can that knows all about the torque converters and the transmissions and stuff like that. So you've got this variety of guys that have different levels of experience with different years, makes, and models of cars. So I can't tell you how many times I've sent somebody to Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue in his school, and... And I get a call back from them saying, obviously they fixed it. Because I went in there, they did this and this, they gave me an estimate, they came in under my estimate, I drove it away, and I'm going, wow. So they're good. Larry Harker's Auto. Wayne, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. I have a question just for some clarification. Uh, okay. Not discourage anyone. Uh, one of the shops you recommend highly I use for oil changes and anyway, uh, I used a full synthetic in a 2011 Dodge Grand Caravan, 3.6 liter variable valve timing. So I understand lubrication is critical on these more sophisticated engines. They suggest changing that full synthetic at 6,000 miles. You have said that that full synthetic should last longer than that. Can you enlighten me anymore? How many miles are on your Dodge? 120,000. Okay. Okay. Um I don't know. Let me I'll let's, let me tell you how that can happen in my own shop. You lift the car up in the air and you look and you got a variety of oil leaks. Now, that the customer doesn't always know that they have an oil leak, but when you get underneath it, you can see them. You should say next time at your oil change, "Can I walk out?" I promise not to bug anybody. I promise not to get in front of anybody. I would just like to look at the underside of my car. 
That's all I want to do. Then you want to go to the tailpipe and look at it. It should be black with carbon, but there should be nothing oily at the back of that. Of that. Do you ever add oil in between your oil changes? No, and I check it, and it it isn't using oil. It's got you know some very minor oil leaks, uh, okay. but it doesn't consume in you know seven or eight or or nine thousand miles. Okay, and and um, you, you always pass emissions, yes. Yes. Okay. No problem okay. ever with that. All right. Get on the website. Find out what kind of oil they pour, and get on their website and ask. Go to the technical section. And leave a note there that says, what's the range of my 3.6 Dodge Caravan I have 120,000 miles on? What range would you guys suggest that I change the oil in? Once they find out Arizona, they're probably going to drop it down just a little bit. So if they say 10,000 miles, they're probably going to drop it to 8 just because of Arizona and just because it gets hot here and because our our engines are running 10 and 20 degrees hotter than the rest of the, the country. But... That's not a bad thing because the hotter the oil, then the less moisture you have. And the less moisture you have, the more protection you have. So it's not a bad thing. But that's what I would do. I would ask him, too. You can say it. Mark Salem says that we should be in the ten to 15,000-mile range. But is my 120K bothering you? Or do you see something that, that you know I don't see? Is there a reason why you're you're putting the sticker at six or eight thousand miles instead of maybe ten? They may say to you, "You know what? I'll put it anywhere you want. We're just looking at the miles. We're looking at the car from the underside, and we thought that this would be the best deal." Just ask them. That kind of conversation for most of us is welcomed. And so, and 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 there's a supervisor going to say, "Let's get it on the rack and let's take a look at it." So they may do that. But that's a good question, but the the person that has to answer it is the shop. Okay, well, it's your recommended shop in Mesa, and I, I like people. Uh, comprehensive and, and uh, professional, so I don't have any quarrel. I was just looking for the difference in two different opinions. And and, and, and when, you, when you do that, then you have, you, you might have three different opinions. You might have Mark. You might have the oil manufacturer, and then you got my Mesa shop. The real question is, sure. is when you go into the website of that particular oil, they have an area where you can leave questions and stuff. And you say that. Shop A says this. Shop B says this. Shop C says this. And I got 120,000 miles. What year did you say that was? 2011. Okay. So it's 12 years old. That could make them nervous. But just that's what I do. I'd handle it in that fashion. Just ask them why, and then I would ask the manufacturer why. And what do you know? What brand they okay. pour? They pour. I do not know for sure. No. Okay. Most of us are shooting it out of a gun, so we have a buying in bulk, and most of us have three hundred gallon tanks, and uh, so we just if it holds four and a half, we just squirt four and a half in there. But um, now. There are times that my guys will not go to the ten to fifteen thousand miles because it's a leaker and the rear bumper has spots of oil in it, and they're worried about c- contaminating the catalytic converter. And a mileage has a lot to do with it. You remember we had one of those other guys here with three hundred k, Brian on a, a ninety-eight yes. Toyota. I can tell you we wouldn't even put him in synthetic, and <laughs> we'd we'd put a conventional and call him back every five thousand miles. That's what we do. Okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right. You bet. 
Uh, let's talk about Action Auto. He's up on I-17 and uh, Deer Valley. Tom and I have been friends and worked together since 1983. I'll tell you how I met Tom. Tom worked for a company that sold those big engine analyzers back in the early 70s and into the early 80s. Those things, I remember paying for my bear, and it's called an Ace. This machine, this big scope, this big fancy dancy thing, I spent more for it than I did my first house. But I've never regretted having a big scope in the shop because the scope is just something that forces you into a diagnostic process. So Tom demonstrated that piece of equipment. We became friends there. He really is a good guy. He's been around since 1983 when he opened up his own shop. He has ASE Master certifications. And frankly, I don't remember the last time I had a complaint on Tom. So if you're up in the I-17 area... They're at I-17 in Deer Valley, and that might not be a bad place for you. If you don't have a shop already that you're happy with, then give them a try on an oil change or something like that. We got any other callers? Yes, say hello to Neil. Neil, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Uh, Mark. I have a uh, 2014 Dodge Caravan. Okay. I'm experiencing an intermittent noise. Uh, I call it a clunk when the engine starts sometimes. Yeah. And also, when I back out of the carport and I uh, go from reverse directly to drive, I get that same clunk noise. But I found okay. that if we hesitate uh, going from reverse to neutral and hesitate a second and then go to drive, we don't seem to experience that. Okay, how many miles are on it? It's 50,000. 50,000. Okay. Um I don't have time to answer your question right now, so I'm not going to do you justice, but I want you to stay there because as soon as we get done with the break, I'm coming back to you, but I've got about 35, 40 seconds. I would like very much for you to determine if it's only cold and it never does it hot. That's important to me. I would like to know if the steering wheel to the left or the right changes anything, and I'd like to know if your wife has the problem as well as you have the problem. Those are questions I'm going to ask you or we'll talk about. But I'm going to come back to you right after the top of the after, after the bottom of the hour, and the phone lines are open 602-508-0960, Except Neil's got one, 602-508-0960. I'm Mark Salem. Every Saturday here on KKNT, and we'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960, the Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason, 24/7. Tune in to Cover Your Assets with Logan Marcus. So being a fiduciary at its heart really just requires that you to be effective, responsible, communicative, and competent. Get on the right path to achieve your retirement goals. This is something that we'll want to customize and talk to you about specifically, tailor make it to your circumstances. Tune in to Cover Your Assets with Logan Marcus, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves, it's its their whole family, it brings it all together. 
we have scars that we carry. And just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. Look through your children's eyes and you'll see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. When they discover the forest, their imagination is inspired by the smell of pine, the crunch of leaves beneath their feet, the sound of birds calling out for attention. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating forest world. You are the hero in this book. This is a memory being made. This is what they will laugh about years from now. These are the roots, grounding and nourishing them. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Then look through your children's eyes and discover the magic all around you. That's discovertheforest.org, brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. How do you even spell that? A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, Our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. Today, 1 in 88 children is diagnosed with autism. That's a 1,000% increase in the last 40 years. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. <laughs> Learn about adopting a team from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Back everybody, 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and I got a couple callers, but I got a little business to take care of. We talked about Tom Blackwell at 40th Street and Greenway. Tom couldn't fix a car if you spotted him the tools and experts. And, of course, I'm kidding, but if he's listening, I'm tickling him. He's been around a long time. Again, 40th Street and Greenway. He handles old vintage cars. He handles some motorhomes. And he handles what we call mom and dad's cars. So if you live up near in that area, he's a good shop. He's a good guy. So, that again, that's at Blackwell Automotive, 40th Street and, and Glendale. Or 40th Street and Greenway. Anna, you had a... Oh, I need to go back to Neil. I need to go back to Neil. Neil, on your caravan... The real question is, is do we have a broken motor mount? Do we have a high idle? Um, is something in the suspension shifting? So those three will create the the, uh, the problem that you have. And they probably, all of those, are probably related to whether the car is idling fast, as it does when it's cold, or whether the idle has dropped 100 or 200 RPM, which is called the warm idle. So if you go into a shop and you say... In the morning when it's cold, 
when I put it in gear, I have a really bad, and I'm just using this example, a really bad clunk, but during the day, I don't have that. And, and those are, that's important. The bad clunk typically means a broken motor mount. And all of us know how to check that. And we just get in the car and open up the hood, look through the crack of the hood, and we put our foot on the brake, we put it into drive, and we just kind of stab the throttle a couple of times. And if the motor lifts up and falls back down and there's a clunk, it's got a broken motor mount. So that's how easy it should be to diagnose your car. Okay. Uh, can I ask you another question? Yes, sir. What What do you use to wash wheel bearings, to clean out wheel bearings? Well, in the old days, we used gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But today, um, we we usually we usually put them in a solvent tank, and uh, and and it's kind of like a big dishwasher. And so you put all the bearings in this wire basket, and you put push the button, and, and then you go do whatever you got to do, and you come back and you take them out, and they're really clean. And then oftentimes we'll wash them off with water to get the solvent off of them, and then we'll take an air gun and blow off of them. But we're not going to spin them with the air gun. We're not going to spin them. We're going to blow the back of the bearing and blow all the trash out. And then we're going to do the front of the bearing, and we're going to throw the, the the solvent and the water out. At that part, we put it in a wheel packer. We pack them, put them back in the car, and we're done. Where would I buy that solvent? Um, you can go to any auto parts store and just say, I, w- I want something that I can clean my wheel bearings in. Um, they're going to, they, they might sell you brake cleaner. They might sell you carb cleaner. Carb cleaner is a little bit more caustic than brake cleaner. So you don't want to have it around your hands a bunch. It'll chap your hands faster than you can believe, but some kind of a, a and then they've got some water-based, um, uh, petroleum removers. And you might just tell them, I want to wash my wheel bearings. What should I do? To be perfectly honest with you, there's not much you can mess that up. So, you know, if if you just decide to go over and borrow somebody's air gun and wash them with soap and water, then blow the bearing out. Don't spin it in your hand. Just blow the bearing out, and then you pack it. That's all you need. Okay? Okay. Thank you. All right, Neil. Anna, you had another question. And so Anna had called earlier about a new car and and whether you pay cash or not, but I'm, I'm all ears. Uh, thank you. Um, I The reason I'm calling again, I have a 2010 BMW 5 Series. It has uh, 200,003 miles. And last time I had a recall, they mentioned something that the, after they checked it, that I have a, a leak in my fuel tank. And I can smell the fuel in my garage sometimes. Because I don't think I'm going to keep the car, I'm going to either sell it or whatever, um, I don't know whether it's worth for me to fix that and whether that would be um, approximately how much or is that rather expensive to fix. Well, I don't know what we're fixing, but can I make a suggestion Mm -hmm. to you? Do you have a shop you like that does your oil changes? Uh, Not really. I'm new to the area. I'm in Mesa near Queen Creek. So, um, okay, um, I, I would go to Thompson's, but here's what I would say. Okay. You take it in for an oil change or a tire rotation, something simple, and say, oh, by the way, I smell mm-hmm. gas. Now, okay. if, it's, if, it's, if it's the fuel tank, it's going to be the top of the fuel tank. There's a big round piece of metal that the hose comes out and goes forward, and the vapor comes out and goes forward, and there's a bunch of little bolts there, and there's a gasket there. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, Mm -hmm. that will leak only when the car is above three-quarter mark or above half mark. It'll leak then. Uh, And then it'll run down the top of the tank and run down the sides of the tank, and when we have it up in the air, we can look at the gas tank and see that the leak is on the top. 
then the question is, if we drop the tank down, and we won't do it if it's full, so don't fill it up. You drop the tank down, and you look. There's usually a big O-ring in there, so you you take the top off, and you look. The O-ring is as hard as a rock, and from that point over to this point, I can see gasoline running across the top of the tank and running down. So I'm going to put a new O-ring on it, put it back together, and we're done. Okay, I see. Okay, um, right. thank you again. <laughs> okay, you bet, Anna. Thank you. Adam, you're up next. Hi there. Uh, enjoy your show, Mark. Thank you. So uh, I have a 13 uh, Toyota Tacoma uh, with a 4.0 in it. Okay. And when I'm driving down the road, uh, like low RPMs, sometimes with the air on or it could be with the air off, and I'm putting the gas on lightly. So like I said, kind of at the end of the year in a low RPM, I get like a detonation sound. Okay. And, you know, as soon as you push the gas down after that, it goes away. Uh, it's just like in that low RPM thing. It's a new vehicle to me. I just bought it like a couple months ago. So I wondered if you could help me. <laughs> you know, Adam, I can't because an engine will ping called pre-ignition. An engine will ping... Okay. Um, if it's throttled up. So I'm taken off from a traffic light, and I'm either at normal or slightly more than normal, and it, my engine has a rattle all the way across the intersection. So let's narrow it down right now. Get it as low as you dare and put a half a, gang, half a tank of premium in it. Then go drive it and see if that changes anything. If the motor's real carboned up, the compression ratio is also up. The higher the compression ratio, the more premium gas we need. Now, let me explain the difference between regular and premium. I want you to picture this. You take a big pan of, of molecules of regular, and one molecule ignites 100, and, igni and 100 ignite 1,000. So the burn is, boom, that fast. Okay? Super. Right. One in an exaggerated way. One ignites two, two ignites four, four ignites six, and so the <laughs> the boom is more of a boom. It's longer. So if you drop the tank down and you put in a super, first of all you're going to verify that it's still doing it. Then you're going to drop the tank and you're going to put some super, or you're going to just put some super in it, and it goes away. Then we're going to look at the EGR valve. We're going to look at the timing, and we're going to look to see if it's all carboned up. One thing you can I did do, do a premium gas. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> if if you want to see if it's a carbon issue, take it out on a Sunday morning, uh, look around the on ramp of the freeway, and just throw the thing to the ground and just let it go. And maybe you're doing okay. sixty seventy at the end of the uh, the the runway and it's or the the entrance. It's Sunday morning. Nobody's out there, and then you can back off, and then you can get off at the next the next exit, and then throttle down hard. And and if it goes away, or if it gets worse, that's something that's important. So I can't tell you what it is, but I can tell you how to check to see if it's a gasoline issue or if it's a carbon issue. Okay. All righty. All righty. Well, I thank I you do, very I'll much do for that, calling. And I appreciate it, Mark. Okay. Thank you, sir, for the compliments as well. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Do we have anybody in the in the queue, Gil? See, Gil runs the show. Gil is the pilot of the airplane. I'm sitting in first class, <laughs> and I really don't have to do anything. I don't have to push buttons. I don't have to do anything. Gil's flying the plane. But let me tell you what my life is. At 17 minutes after the hour, I need to take a break. But that's a fuzzy one. So if it's 16 and a half or it's 17 and a half or it's 18, 
Gil has a magic wand to make that work. At 30 at the bottom of the hour, 30 minutes, I have to hit that perfectly. So I'm going to say my last word at 29 minutes and 58 seconds. That's my job. At 40 after the hour, I have to take another break. That's a fuzzy one. I can be late on the break. I can be early on the break. Gil's going to cover for me. And then at the end of the show, 58.50. That's 58 minutes after the hour and 50 seconds. He wants me to breathe my last breath. (laughs) Now, I've been doing radio since 1988, and Gil and I are like peanut butter and jelly. We have just, we've, I've been working with him for the last 10 years or more, and we just work together really, really well. Now, every once in a while, it's true that I'll miss something, and this is what I'll hear from Gil. And he's hitting the mic saying, hey, idiot, look at your clock. <laughs> yeah, I'm not next door hitting your door. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm in Payson, and he's in, in downtown Phoenix. So we're not, it's not like we're knocking on the door or we're even close together because I have a studio up in Payson. So it's just fun for us to work together. He's probably the best board op or engineer. they got a million names because he can cover up. So if I miss a spot at 30 at the bottom of the hour and I go to 30.50 or 30.40, 40 seconds after the hour, no problem for Gil. He can make it up. He can make it a little longer, make it a little shorter. He just... He just makes and fixes things for me. So I really appreciate him, and he's really good at what he does. But am I really late for my 40 right now? Okay. And, and he, see, here's a good – I'm talking about him, and we, we just turned 45.03.04, and I'm supposed to break at 40, but he's got it. He's got it. So I just said to him, did I just blow through my 40? And he goes, you sure did. But you can keep talking, he says, because you're really being nice to me. Anyway, when we come back, we'll take your call, 602-508-0960. Hi, this is Matt, and I'm just like you. I'm really concerned with where our state is going, especially in the public schools, where teachers have the freedom to promote socialism and secularism, and where morality and conservative values have no place. So when it came to enroll our five-year-old in kindergarten, there was no question that we were going to send him to a private Christian school. But how would we afford it? Well, thanks to this program called aztuitions.com, we got the entire year for half price. There was no catch. You just go to aztuitions.com. Some of the best private Christian schools in our area right there, offering half price tuitions for the upcoming school year. And maybe you don't have kids. Maybe they're all grown up, but you can still leave a legacy for the next generation. Give a child you know the gift of a good education at aztuitions.com. We're talking about our future here, folks. aztuitions.com. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Ah. Or D, just roll with it. Woo, Justin, look at us from here. Justin, Justin, OMG. He just looked, I love you, Justin. 
I love you. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org slash AZ. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. So off the air, as soon as I got off the air, um, I said, hey, Gil, you got your ears on? And he goes, yeah. And I said, did I just blow through the 40? <laughs> he goes, yeah. He says, you were close. It was 46. And I said, okay, I, thanks for covering for me. He says, no problem, because that's one of the fuzzy breaks. We can make it happen. Real quick before I take Rob on the phone, and if you want to call in 602-508-0960, I want to talk about two shops. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been in Phoenix since 1968. Phil used to date Barney Rubble's daughter. Phil was around when Fred Flintstone was doing automatic transmissions. They're very, very good. So if you want to stop by or if you've got a problem, don't go by Monday or Friday mornings and ask for a test drive because those are busy days for all of us. But if you call and say, can I bring it in, I can demonstrate the problem, and I'll, I won't have your technician for very long at all because I've learned how to make the problem happen. Then automotive or uh, uh, automatic transmission exchange is where you go. 40th Street in Washington. One other place is Auto Dynamics. It's the only shop in Sun City that <clears throat> that is applied, and I really like them. I've known Chuck since 1976, and he's the owner of Automotive Dynamics. The people there know right from wrong. They know good from bad, and they have a briar, a fire breathing. Um, Adam Henry <laughs> as their boss. <laughs> and so that is something that's important. Anyway, uh, Auto Dynamics is over there on, uh, uh, let me think about this, hold on. Oh, the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. North side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. So if you live in the Sun City area and you don't have a garage already, then Automotive Dynamics would be your one that I would suggest you to. Rob, good morning, and how can I help you? Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I have a uh, nineteen. I have a nineteen seventy five Ford F one hundred short bed pickup truck that I recently purchased, and overall it's in good condition. Uh, however, upon driving it, uh, just kind of, I'm going to kind of have it as my daily driver. And what I've noticed recently is, on two occasions, it's completely just died on me in the street, to which I have to pull over, park it and attempt to try to restart, and uh, on at two times it would not restart at all. I would okay, have to wait several hours. I, I, need to ask, I need to ask you questions. When it sure. doesn't start, it cranks yep. but doesn't catch. Yep. Okay, Correct. and it cranks normal speed. Correct. Okay. Okay. Yep. And after it's, a few hours, I'd come back to it, and it would start right on up. Okay. It, the temperature change will be answered once you find it and fix it. Carry an old spark plug in your pocket. When it dies, pull off to the side of the road. Have your wife come out of the cab. Pull one of the wires. Put the spark plug in it. Have her hold it against something metal. And then you crank the car over. Do we have spark? Gotcha. Second gotcha. thing, you carry a can of carburetor spray. You can do this by yourself. Can of carburetor yep. spray. You take the air cleaner assembly lid off. And you spray in yep. there for about five seconds. Put the lid back okay. on, start it up. If it starts for a second and dies, then you got a fuel problem. So it's only going to be one of two. You're losing spark or you're losing fuel. And on your F-150, gotcha. it's got an ignition module for spark, but it could be the pole piece, which is the set of points, so to speak, in the distributor. So it could be either one of those, gotcha. and it could be an ignition module that's on the fender. 
So it could gotcha. be any of the three, but we have the equipment today that we just plug your module in and it tests us and it gives us a pass fail. So that's going to be a 20 buck test, but it's going to be a pass fail. However, if you got a hot problem and not a cold problem, then we're going to say we're 99% sure that it passed the test, but here's how we want you to do it. We want you to check for spark again. Now, the pole piece talks to the module. The module talks to the distributor and, and the coil gotcha. and, and gives you all the fire. So the question is fuel or spark. Now, you could do something kind of fancy in this respect. You could take a 3 8 fuel line and you could stick it in the air cleaner assembly and have eight feet of it that's hooked up to a propane tank where you took the end of it off and you just slide the three-eighths hose over the the end of the uh, threaded uh, brass neck on the propane tank. And so you're yeah. driving down the road and you feel like it's about to happen. You just open up the valve real quick. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, that sounds, that sounds uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that That's, you know, well, we, yeah. we do that all the time. It's... Every time the car dies and it won't start, but it cranks. And people have to understand yeah. that cranking and starting are two different cha-cha-chas. So it's spark, spark or fuel, and you and I have just touched on both of them. We had a customer one time that he went to an auto parts store, and he had him build him like a 10-foot uh, spark plug wire. And then he put a spark plug in it, oh. and then he took a, a big clip, and he grounded it. And so he's driving down the road, and, and, and inside the car, nobody would touch that spark plug because they... It would bite them, and they would use bad words. But he could hear yeah. it click all the time. And then when he throttled up, it was real fast. And then when he's idling, and then all of a sudden it goes away. And now it won't start. So we got a problem. Now we're going to check to pick up the coil and the module. And that's it. That's all it is. Okay? So when, when you reference a hot problem, you, you're saying it's more of a spark. Yeah, when you put a long spark plug wire in there, then you're checking for spark. And gotcha. when, now, when you put, a, I've got, I, go ahead. No, when you put propane in it, you're checking for fuel. The absence of spark, the absence of fuel. One or the other, yeah. So I, yeah. I'm taking it over to a Chuck Speed Center tomorrow. I'm going to have them just test it for a couple of days and kind of get their two cents on it over there off of uh, uh, Weldon and Central Phoenix. Uh, you uh-huh. get potentially good thoughts about it. It's a, kind of a more of a classic car dealership or repair shop okay and you 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 don't uh, you know i don't want everybody to think that you have to take an old car to a gray-haired guy that's not the case yeah Uh, i've been around since 1968 and i've gone through points and condenser and i've gone to electronic ignition and i've gone through fuel injection and i understand the fundamentals of all of those and as a matter of fact us gray-haired guys could probably fix your truck if the truth be known we could answer the sparker fuel in five minutes Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for, though. If you know oh, what I mean. you're, you're looking for an old gray-haired guy, not so much as a shop, and an old. But it's certainly you're okay. Um, let me offer one other one. What are you in? In sure. the Indian School, Central Avenue area? Yeah, I'm in Central Phoenix. Okay, we got 25th Street Auto. They're a good guy. Billy at 25th Street Auto is an old drag racer, and this would be on a one to ten scale with a diagnostic process. This would be a one two. That's all. So is that so, a- that off McDowell? Um, no, he's at 25th Street and Indian School. Oh, Indian School, even better. Yeah, and Perfect. and you call him to get an appointment because right now I know my shop is two two weeks and three days behind, 
And I don't know why, and I don't care. We're happy. But the fact of the matter is, is the other day, um, one of my best friends' truck broke down, and he says, you know, how long will it take? And I call my daughter, Andy, and she says, Dad, we're three three days away from taking his truck in. So I said to him, "You're, you're three days away. And he goes, well, I've already called a bunch of other people. And he says, everybody's the same way. And I said, so you're my best friend, and you called three other shops before you called me. Yeah, and so, it's you know, okay. If, if I if I now with driving down the street though, and it just completely dies on me, that's would you agree that's more of a fuel issue versus a spark issue? No, because the ignition module can go out with this the snap of fingers. The uh, the uh, uh, distributor can go out with the snap of fingers. The coil can go out with the snap of fingers. It you'll answer all the questions on how long it takes to come back or when it happens when you find out what it is. Now something else you could do. Do you have a 12-volt test light? Uh, yeah. Okay. Go to the negative side of the coil, <laughs> bring yeah. the test light yeah. inside, and then use a jumper to ground it. Now, when you start okay. the thing up, that little test light's going to go, right? Okay. And then you'll just drive around and look at the test light, and uh, you're on the negative side of the coil, which is the switching side. And um, you're gotcha. just going to keep it. And then all of a sudden it falls on its face and it dies. And you look over and the motor's, you, you're cranking it over and there's no light there. You're done. You've got an ignition module or a coil. Gotcha. All right. I well, appreciate you guys. Thank you so uh, much. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's nice uh, when you get a couple of guys that know what they're talking about. And, and But it's more fun when we have just symptoms. So you may not have understood what we talked about. But like I say, symptoms is what I live for. Who's on the phone? Say hello to Brianna. Brianna, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. How can I help you today? Well, I was following along with the previous gentleman, and that may have fixed part of my problem. I have a 91 Camaro, and I'm having ignition issues, but that's besides the fact. I'm having also issues uh, passing my ignition. I've changed the spark plugs, and I recently... Hold on, hold on. We don't want to talk that way. I don't have much time. Did you fail HCCO or both? Uh, both. Okay. So the CO will drive the HC up. CO mm-hmm. is running really, really rich. Oxygen okay. sensor, EGR valve, vacuum leak, oil pr- or fuel pressure regulator. There's a bunch okay. of places the engine's going to get gasoline that it shouldn't. So okay. then CO is going to drive up HC, and so when we have a CO failure and an HC failure, we're going to work on the CO, and once we fix it, the HC comes down. But you, gotcha. you've got a problem with the fuel mix. Okay. Okay. All right. Do you have a shop, Brianna? Um, you know what? I do most of the work myself. Uh, with my, you know, my dad helps me okay. uh, most of the time. He can't right now. Um, but I do most of the work myself. I don't have a shop, but I'm in Surprise, and I know you've mentioned a few in Surprise. Okay. Well, your 91 Camaro, most of us old guys would just plug our scanner into it and go drive it, and we would look at the oxygen sensor. We'd look at the fuel. We'd look at the spark. We'd be able to do then do it. A lot of our diagnosis is right there. But then again, if you find a shop that that can't find it, and, and you know that you're going to take it in, and the shop says it never did it, you know, you're always going to do that. So then the next yeah. question is, is, and if the shop says, hey, Rihanna, for $25, I'm going to plug in a fuel gauge, and I'm going to bring it through the crack of the hood, and I'm going to tape it to the outside of windshield, and I want you to do it for a day, 24 hours. I'm going to charge you 20 bucks, but I'm going to put a fuel pressure gauge on there, and I want you to make sure it's between 30 and 40 the whole time. And if it falls down to 10 or 12, boom. We're done. 
it. So that's how it works. Thank you, Brianna. My email is mark at marksalem.com, mark with a K at marksalem, like the cigarette.com. And I answer your calls, and if you give me a number, I'd rather call you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.